I'm Steve, and I'm Steve. We've got two Steves here. Hey, we're starting off this podcast. This is a show about talking about the 70s, 80s, some of the 90s, anything retro we're going to talk about. So we're going to kick this first episode off with one of our favorite movies that kicked off the 80s, I believe, one of the big epic classics. And we're going to be talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep, 1981. Just a phenomenal film. And, we, you know, when we were debating on what, to, you know, what films to talk about, we had a little list and, and um, we, were, we were like, what should we talk about? And, of course, we both unanimously agreed Raiders was one of the most important films, I think, uh, in the action genre that really kicked off a bunch of films in the 80s that, you know, tried to, you know, replicate it. And there were, there were some other good hits that kind of, you know, along those lines, but nothing was quite like Raiders and Indiana Jones. No. No, I think they did some kind of cheap knockoff. It was in the King Solomon's Mines. Remember that came out in the, uh, the early 80s? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you remember Romancing a Stone, too, but I like that film. <laughs> but, yeah, they they did a lot of different, like, action-adventure type ones, you know, but they're, they're, they're fun films. But, yeah, let's, let's talk about Raiders, man. So what um, we just recently – Watched it again. I haven't seen it in like probably 10 years or so. So it was really fun to go back and watch watch it again. And I watched it on Blu-ray. I was totally blown away by the picture quality. It was just, it was like reliving the first time I watched the film. I don't know. It was. I watched it in headphones too, and that might have played a part, but it was just so, so good. Yeah, no, it was... Yeah, what did it, you think about about it when you refreshed on it? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I watched it on, uh, I, I think, Paramount. So, uh, obviously, it was upgraded probably a little bit from from the the old film or the VHS. I mean, it looked pretty good. I, I, don't, I don't think it looked, like, dazzling. It was a little bit grainy, I think, at the beginning of the movie, but I think that's kind of the way they shot it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, it was... It's as good as uh, you know. I always, I always remembered it. You know, I mean, it's like it's one of those movies. No matter, no matter you know how many times you watch it, it's you know it, it gets you like wrapped up in it like right away. I mean, there's just like nonstop. There's there's no dead points at, really at all in the movie. And you think about it, you know, you get some of these movies and it starts off pretty good, and then there's like this like really slow part. There's like yeah. no slow part. It doesn't slow down really. No, not at I all. I mean. He shows up at the shows up at the college like right after you know he gets that idol stolen from him. But you know that's a matter of just like five minutes, right? Because he goes and meets the guys, tell them that they want him to find the ark, and the next thing you know, boom, he's he's you know he's on his way. There's like there's no there's no dead time at all. So yeah. that's what's really cool about it too. I know, man. It was, you know the one thing I miss about 
those movies is like we talked about before because we one thing people don't don't realize we tried to do this podcast once before we tried to record it and the recording didn't record so we're trying to do this again but when we were first talking about that we're talking about like the guerrilla warfare of filmmaking like how they really like didn't use cgi they use you know all these different props and and did all these stunts that were kind of you know they probably wouldn't work these days in films you know they there's i i don't think you know but it was just such a more realistic experience i think because now you can do everything with computers so it's like man the what the way they did some of that stuff was just you know pretty mind-blowing i think yeah back then I think, you know, I think nowadays, you know, it's like there's expectations of how things are supposed to look, you know. So, I mean, I think filmmakers now, they're kind of stuck with CG. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, I'm sure it's way cheaper, honestly, to build a practical set and blow it up than it is. I mean, because it costs millions and millions of dollars for them to do CG work on movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not, you know, it's like the perfect example of the the one scene where they're he thinks they're putting the arc on the plane and he's fighting that big huge bald guy, you know, and they're fighting and the guy gets gets hit with the blades, and then of course the gas you know catches fire yeah. and the plane blows up. Oh yeah, man. I mean that was that was a model. They built that plane. It's a life size plane, but it was made out of like wood and stuff. And they blew that up and they had some stunt man run away as an explosion went. I guarantee. That was, you know, a fraction of what it would cost for them to make a realistic-looking plane and an explosion with CG. But, you know, they they're, probably, worried, they're probably, worried about people, you know. Yeah, they're, they're worried about probably insurance claims, something going wrong, <laughs> and uh, somebody dying like, uh, you know, we've, we've had recently, uh, but, uh, you know, in a film. But... Also, some of those stunts were probably, hey, man, we got one take on this. We got to get it right, you know? Right, right. Oh, man. Talk about yeah. stress. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, what's cool, too, is, like, you know, they, they you know, they were still building sets, you know. I mean, movies yeah. today still use some sets, but, you know, like these movies, you know, especially George Lucas Spielberg movies and, and these big epic movies, you know, they built, you know, they built sets for, you know, for very small scenes. Think about it. I mean, they built that set for the opening temple scene, right? With the, yeah. with the idol and the rolling, rolling ball. That was all real stuff built in a set. And, uh, you know, when they go get the, the Ark and the Well of Souls, that's a set. I mean, they don't, they don't really do that anymore. If they did that movie today, the whole, everything would be green screen, right? Like the Star right. Wars movies were, they'd just be standing in front of a green screen, and they would fill all that stuff in. And in my opinion, you know, I watched the new Star Wars movies, and it just looks phony to me because I know it's not; it's just all computer animated. And, right. and a lot of times it looks good, but sometimes it doesn't. And uh, I think I think mo you know models and 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 sets. I mean, this looks it, it looks way better. I mean, yeah, you might know it's a model. Well, you know, when they're they're blowing something up or whatever, but 
I mean, it's just more realistic to me. I think every space movie I've seen with a, that they use as models. I mean, obviously Star Wars is. It was ahead of its time, and it looks so much better. Of course, if you look, if you take a movie like a really B movie, like um, uh, what was that? What's that guy that does all those B movies? Um, he did like Star Crash and some other ba- really bad ones, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember his name offhand. Um, yeah, those but, look like garbage, right? Yeah, those look like garbage, but you know. I remember seeing that in a drive-in too when I was younger. But you know, I just watched um, the original Alien movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're showing the outside of the ship going going through space, and you, you knew it was a model. But I mean, the model was like super highly detailed. You know what I mean? And oh, it, yeah. it looked it looked kind of cool. And uh, you know, you do a space movie now. You know, outer outer space. It's so clean and crisp, mm-hmm. and the and the ships are so clean and crisp and whatever, and it's just, yeah, models and, and, and stuff like that, are they're just way cooler. But don't you think, though, you you think the CGI is more expensive than the models? Because I oh, think the sure. models are more for expensive. Sure. I don't know. Because you got to pay so many people to, you know, build the models, paint the models. Well, you know, I think, probably yeah, have I mean, extras. I mean, you know. that certainly costs money. I mean, but... Um, you know, but a lot of times, you know, if you're doing like some kind of big epic like Lucas, you know, and you're having like this TIE fighter scene where there's like, you know, 50 ships flying through there. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, if you're just building one little phony plane that Indiana Jones runs away as it blows up, how much does that cost compared to them doing it CG or whatever? I mean, I think there's probably some pluses and minuses to it. I mean, I don't know, but yeah. I just know that when... They were really getting into CG with like Jurassic Park and all that kind of stuff. The the prices were astronomical for for like you know industrial lights and. and well, we can definitely probably. I don't know really on the price at all. I would assume the models are more expensive, but I could be wrong on that. But we knew, we do know one thing. I bet it saves a lot of time using CGI because you know you guys. Well, yeah, I mean it saves a little time actually filming the movie, but then. I mean, the movie's on hold for uh, a year plus in post-production so they can add all that crap in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But so. it definitely saves on, let's say, time and and insurance liabilities, obviously, because you're going to, you know, just be hanging by ropes or, you know, whatever they got, the bungees, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure there's, you know... There's there's pluses to it and yeah and I'm sure that I'm sure the studios. But you know, um, I mean, getting back to like some of those old movies, I mean, they were ahead of their times. I mean, still, it's just like, I don't know, man. I mean, look at the uh, Star Wars, Superman, all these. I mean, they, they just, I don't know how they did it. I really well, don't. You know? Well, they had they had to be ahead of their time because nobody had done it, any yeah. of that stuff before. You know what I mean? It's like they were just kind of like flying by the seat of their pants and seeing what they could get to work. And, and uh, you know, it shows. When you go back and you watch those original prints of those movies, um, you know, you can't yeah, you do can Star see. Wars anymore. Right. I, you, but, yeah, you can see. You, you can, can see, see some of it was cheesy. I mean, in perfect example, you, you go to Star Wars and... And you go into the cantina scene. I mean, 
virtually everybody in there you could tell was wearing a stupid mask on their head. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all looked they all looked phony and stuff like that, but it didn't matter because it was like cool, right? It was yeah. It was supposed to be some faraway planet, whatever, and you don't really care about it. I mean, it's more about the story really than than but it it's is like, about. Yeah, and you can see, okay, so you can tell they're wearing a mask or whatever, but, you know, you can also tell when something's CGI. Yeah. And one of the most uh, most apparent CGI things that, you know, the movies, you know, um, emulate or put in there is shark movies. And right. shark movies, they just, there has been so many duds lately. I don't know if you've watched any of them. No, I'm just not into that but, stuff. But but they're yeah, just imagine. like, come on, dude. I mean, it's amazing that something like Jaws looks so much better than a movie now using CGI sharks. You know, right, <laughs> right, crazy. Something from the '70s, and we're in, we're in the year 2022. I mean, come on. Yeah, but you know, most of those shark movies you're talking about. What are you talking about, like Sharknado and stuff like that? I mean, no, there's like, been there's been uh, quite a few like uh, open you know, water or whatever. No, nah, that I mean that that I don't even know if you even saw any sharks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I remember it sucked. Uh, that was years ago, twenty years ago. You might have saw, saw a couple fins, but you know, that's all you need. The best shark movie I've seen in the last like ten years, probably, or maybe maybe I don't know when it came out. If you ever get a chance to see it, check it out. But it's called The Reef. It's awesome, I think, and it was like filmed. I think on was it Australia, but it's based on a true story, and they actually used real sharks in the filming. Hmm. I kid you not. But uh, check that out sometime. It's called The Reef. But um, it's very suspenseful, in my opinion. Yeah. I huh. was, like, on the edge of my seat on it. So. Yeah, I'll have to check it out yeah. sometime. In but, fact, uh, I should look that. But, yeah, I guess we better get back on course with Raiders. Now, what is your most iconic? What, what's, what, what, what was the scene? An iconic scene. Was there any that you forgot about, and you were like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that," or something? No, nah, I, I, you know, because I've seen the movie so many times. Yeah. That uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't forget anything. But there's, there's so many memorable scenes, so many iconic scenes. There's so many catch phrases, so many lines, you know, in the movie too. It's like, you know, you're watching and you're, you're waiting, you're waiting for the, for the lines. Like maybe you could warn them. If you spoke Covitos, you know, and uh, yeah. that's just my pet snake, Reggie, and you know all this kind of stuff, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like uh, there's there's just so many, you know, killer iconic scenes in there. But I mean, obviously the opening scene, uh, you know, where he takes the idol, you know, he's laying the the bag of sand, you know, that's like that's like the iconic scene from. Uh, from Raiders, in my opinion, and then of course you know him running from that big, huge boulder. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many, so many cool um, scenes in the movie that uh, that's why to this day it's just you know it's such a beloved movie, and uh, they'll never be able to top it. I don't, I mean, I don't know what they're planning for the next Indiana Jones movie, but I mean they'll never top 
they'll never top this, you know. They came close with Last Crusade, in my opinion. I actually yeah. like Last I like Last Crusade better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. I love Last Crusade. I haven't seen it in years. I meant to watch that. Yeah. But I also it, love Temple of the Doom. I mean, I love Temple of the, Temple of Doom. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. And I liked it back then. Yeah. But as, you know, you, you know, you sit down on a, on a winter afternoon, like, I'm going to watch all three movies in a row, right? And you watch Raiders, and it's super killer. And then you watch Temple of Doom, and it's, it's, it's a pretty big letdown, honestly. And then, you know, the, you know it's sandwiched. A lot of action. Yeah. It's definitely like a way darker movie, though. You know, you got the guy ripping people's yeah. hearts out while they're alive. And, the you know, brains, they're, eating, yeah. they're eating monkey brains <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, of course, uh, the, uh, what's her name? Kate Capshaw. Yeah. She was so annoying in that movie. I can I can barely stand watching it when she's on on screen. Yeah, I wish the other girl would have came back. I wish they would have had her come back for the second one. Uh, whatever. What was her name? Uh, Karen Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I wish well, she would have came back. Yeah. I think the reason that they didn't is because you know uh, Temple of Doom was like a prequel, so it was oh. like ten. It was like ten. It was supposed to be ten. Like around ten years. Prior to Raiders. Oh, okay. Yeah, although, see, I gotta watch that again. Although supposedly, I think they still knew each other. Mm. So uh, whatever. Yeah, they probably couldn't get her under contract or something. Or Steven Spielberg, you know, had a thing for her or whatever. And he, because he ended up marrying her after the movie, I think. But oh yeah, because um, you know when I kept seeing her face, I was like, gosh, I forgot about her. And then I was like trying to remember the movies I liked her in, and I was like, oh yeah, it was uh, Animal House. Remember her in Animal House? She was nah, in there. Yeah, I've only, seen, I've only seen that movie like once or twice, and oh, okay, it's not it's not one of my favorites. But she was in Scrooge too, also, but um, with Bill uh, Bill Murray. Uh huh. Oh, Starman. That's the other one. Remember Starman, of course. Oh, you're talking about Karen Allen. Yeah, Karen Allen. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. no, not Kate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she was good uh, in Starman. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, another thing uh, I was thinking about is in the uh, opening, the opening scene, the temple scene there, the one guy that's hanging out with India, with with uh, Indiana, is yeah. um, is uh, Alfred Molina, the guy that played Doctor Octopus, and oh uh, yeah, and Spider Man, and I I think that was like his first or one of his first big screen roles. Of course, he you know he had like three minutes in the movie, then he got a spike in the head, but yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that might that might have been his first his first big role. Uh, one of the the most iconic scenes for me is obviously the snake scene because I hate snakes. And when I was done watching the film, I watched some of the making of it on YouTube, and I I did not know that they they had two thousand snakes. And they didn't have enough snakes, so they went out to like all the uh, pet stores and everything, and gathered every snake they could, and they added another like seven thousand snakes or something. I mean, unfathom amount of snakes for that scene, uh, just crazy, right? Yeah. And then, and then for for them to be filming around those snakes, and it was like freaky, right? Because. <laughs> They were just like standing there, and, and, and yeah. it looked like the snakes were gonna bite them, you know. And it was freaky, but I mean that 
that scene still makes me kind of jump and cringe at the same time. And you were talking, you had you had told me that because they both got you know confronted that cobra, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so dangerous, you know. But you say there's a uh, like a screen in front, right? Yeah, there was a, there was a pane of glass. Pane of glass, of yeah. And like I said, I I didn't notice it uh, in the recent uh, watch of the movie, but on the old VHS and the older prints. Uh, you can see a reflection because of the, one of the torches there. You you can see the reflection in the glass, but I, they probably have cleaned that up. I'd have to go back and look, but yeah, there was yeah. definitely a pane of glass there because, yeah, even if the cobra wouldn't have bit Harrison Ford, I mean, he could spit venom right in his eye and basically do the same thing to him, you know, make that, him blind or kill him. So Yeah, that's what they, I was thinking the whole time. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so dangerous, right? And I'm like, man, how did they get the poison out of all these snakes. They couldn't have, right? I mean, that's too too much work. I Unless imagine. they had a professional milker there. Yeah. Yeah, just milking them like cows. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure most of those snakes were of the non-venomous sort. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you're talking about insurance, right? I know. <laughs> that's what I was you thinking. Know? Yeah. I mean, even if you don't, even if you're like, well... We'll keep the poisonous snakes away from Harrison Ford, but you still got to have some schlub that's working on the production crew <laughs> that's yeah. got to that's got to deal with them. So you don't want you know you don't want the the guy from Crash Service or something to get bit by a snake or whatever. So um, I'm, yeah, I would assume a lot of them were venomous. You know, there yeah, was some even big, if they there were some venomous. big pythons and stuff in there, you can yeah. see in boa constrictors and stuff like that. And, uh, uh, I wouldn't want to get bit by any of them though. Well, no, no, Ooh, freaky. But yeah, that was like, you know, that 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 scene held up for me because I knew I've seen that scene a million times back in the day, but it still was like watching it brand new because when they're you know falls from that you know idol when they get pushed in you know yeah the hole I mean it just kind of like irks me you know it's like oh man falling in <laughs> that big pit right. and the torch is burning out yeah. Yeah, the you know another another cool thing too that uh, we you know we talked about before is that um, you know each key scene right what makes the scenes awesome is like there's you know there's John Williams like you know he's leading you know a different piece of music for each yeah. scene you know they had the scene for the arc like that really mysterious you know yep. theme and then they, of course they had the 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 Indiana Jones the Raiders march and but they had all these different they had the Marion theme whenever they get together the you know the real soft theme but yeah i mean uh, you know without without John Williams movie would have still been good but i mean it was perfect how he scored the movie and uh, it just the way the scene changes and the music change it uh you know it's yeah it's we really, talked we talked about how movies today don't have those iconic themes anymore. No. That you remember, you know, like Raiders and Star Wars and just about any movie from that period, Jaws. I mean, every score like that you remember, but Halloween, but you remember nothing from the movies today. I couldn't tell you what a Marvel or, you know, 
any kind of action film today, I couldn't tell you by listening to the score, hearing a theme, because they just don't make them like they used to, you know? No. Yeah, the only one I can think of in recent history that I would, if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, I know what that is, and that's the, that's the, the music from Man of Steel. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty memorable, but... You know, one thing that's good about Raiders is that uh, it didn't happen for probably for like a year or two afterwards. Remember back, you know, every 80s movie, at some point, they had some famous pop star or rock personality do like a theme song, right? Yeah. Or some or some cheesy like pop song and they would play, like maybe, maybe you wouldn't hear it in the movie, but you'd hear it in the credits. Thank yep. God there was nothing... You know, written by Cindy Lauper, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, for Raiders of the Lost Ark or yeah. Sheena Easton or whoever was big back then. Yeah, yeah. It was so, all just John Williams. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it the music made that film just amplified. I mean, you want you want a theme song to because, like, I don't know, for me listening to yeah like if you listen to the soundtrack you kind of relive that film especially when you were younger and you didn't have like the film on video cassette or something it was important to have like the score or something because i would have the score and put that on and just remember parts of that movie like you were saying each right. each song or theme went along with the movie but you would remember the movie by listening to each theme even by not seeing the film, you know, right. just by listening to it on, I think I had the vinyl at one point, but yeah, wish I had it back now. <laughs> Got rid of all my vinyls. Now there's, now everybody wants vinyl. Yeah, I, I, I actually have, uh, I have all three of them on, on CD. Um, oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I bought them in a set. Long yeah. time ago. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I t I need to probably pick those up again because I haven't had them for I don't know. It's been a long time. You know, another another cool thing about the you know what they did in the movie was that they you know the the transition scenes like you know when they're going from place to place they just showed like a little map. With the yeah. red line, you know, yeah. moving, you know. I do and, love that. I do love that. That's pretty and, cool. And uh, it, it kind of gave you like that old, you know, movie serial, you know, 1940s, 30s type. Yeah, like you you're know. watching like a Sinbad film or something Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Well, we should talk about the whole f effects of, you know, the end. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the film... But uh, it's no longer know. the Lost Ark for ten minutes. Yeah, and then it gets lost in a warehouse. Yeah, <laughs> but they do show it in uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh yeah, true. In that opening scene. Yeah. So it's been sitting. It's been sitting. So that was like India. Raiders of the Lost Ark was like forty. I don't know when it was. It was forty four, forty three? I don't know when it was supposed to be. And I yeah. think Crystal Skull was like in the early to mid fifties, so it has sat in the warehouse for at least ten years. Um, what did so. you think of King of a Crystal Skull? 
Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, for the most part, yeah. uh, you know, there's a few scenes where it was stupid, with where uh, you know they're swinging. He's swing the one point where he's swinging on the vines with the monkeys, and uh, um, but the story, the story was okay. It just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a really strong story. That's the only thing about it. Yeah. And it did have a lot of uh, a lot of CG in it. Yeah. Um, which was a big a big departure from the old movies, which I didn't really care for. Um, I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was good. I thought they were going to hand it off to Shia to be the next indie, but thank I don't God think he, they didn't. I think he didn't go over that well. <laughs> I mean, they they could have they I I liked them in the movie. Yeah, I think they could have picked somebody a little better than him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I thought the I thought Crystal Skull was pretty good, but uh, um, it didn't hold up compared to the other three. Right. It probably I, I might I might say that I probably like it better than Temple of Doom though. Really? Uh, yeah, I just don't really like Temple of Doom at all. Huh. Um. But uh, yeah, no, it was all right. But yeah, they they should have had somebody else better to pass the torch off to. And like I said, we probably won't even see that in the new movie. They'll probably pretend it didn't even happen, or they'll go back in time yeah. before that happens, just so they don't have to have him in the movie. I, I wish they would have used somebody unknown, you know, instead of him. I, I like it when they get when they get a, an unknown actor. I you know because it just. I don't like it sometimes when they use f famous actors for for roles like supporting roles like that. I want some new blood, you know. That oh, I don't know this guy, you know. This, this is kind of cool, you know. I think they should have used uh, Wee Man from Jackass. <laughs> now that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Best movie I've seen all year. <laughs> no, I don't know. Let me think. Let me think. What have I seen that was that was really good? I just saw that, by the way. It was pretty funny. Ah, uh, yeah, Jackass. I mean, I w we watched it right, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they filmed that. I can't believe they did that, you know. And I, but you know what? It shocks you through the whole thing, and it just you know you're laughing your ass off, going, I can't believe these guys. Yeah. But then it, was, uh, it wasn't as funny as the other ones, but it had some pretty funny moments in it. Well, that's that's the thing. It is like after we watch that, because you gotta admit that movie holds your attention to the beginning to the end, oh, and yeah. then you want more. So we had to watch Jackass One, you know the um, the the Jackass movie the one we did two, we did three, then we did uh, two point five. 3.5, right. and then we did Bad Grandpa and, and Bad Grandpa 2.5 or whatever. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I mean, it was like, or 1. Point, is it 1.5 or 2.5? 2.5, I think. I don't know. Or what? I don't know. I get confused on it. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had to watch all, we, we watched them all like in, in like two consecutive weekends. But, hey, I laughed my ass off, and that's. One thing I, I love doing is laughing. Hey guys, are you looking to get healthy? How about getting healthy naturally? Your body needs 90 essential nutrients, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and 3 essential fatty acids. 
And the easiest way to get those nutrients into your body is to get the Healthy Body Star Pack. Go over to naturalhealthagenda.com and check out the awesome supplements that Longevity has to offer. Also, guys, after 90 days of trying the products years ago, I decided to become a distributor because Longevity gives you the power to become your own boss and to start your own business. I wanted to help others, so after healing my ailments naturally, I wanted to help other people. By becoming a distributor, I was able to share my knowledge to friends, family, and whoever wanted to listen. So drop Big Pharma, try something natural for a change. Go to naturalhealthagenda.com, naturalhealthagenda.com. Yeah, no, it, was, it, it was funny. It was funny. You know, especially the, the skit they did where they were in the room and that guy supposedly had that venomous snake. Oh, and yes. then he goes, I found a door. I found the door. And the guy runs through there and they have all those frying pans oh, hanging off the gosh. wires. He Dude, I almost there. peed myself. I, I almost peed myself. I know. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they did some unbelievable stuff, though. I mean, some of the sickest stuff, but it, it, it is funnier than crap. So, Raiders of the Lost Ark, amazing film, amazing classic. I wish they'd make more. Films like that, and um, I don't know, not much more to say other than we did not get to the arc scene where where they showed you know the the melting faces and the stop motion and the how, exploding heads, yeah, yeah, how graphic that was for like kind of a PG. It was pretty graphic, you know. I watched it as a kid. Yeah, we never did get to that because the first time I saw the film i was i was taken to the theater to see it and it was at one of my uncle's theaters he owned a couple of theaters and we watched it there and i was just blown away by it but man that last scene was pretty freaky for a kid you know yeah and and um it was it was really cool because it was kind of like the effects from like you know evil dead or something and that was that's what it kind of reminded me of, but yeah, I mean, the effects were great. It was pretty uh, gory for that time for PG, and, but it, you know, still a great family film, you know, even though it, you know, they had that and a couple other kind of suspenseful scenes, but, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. What, what do you, what do you think about that scene in the end? Uh, yeah, I think it was pretty cool. I, uh, you know, at, at the time it was it, it was it was pretty cool. It just it just seemed like the movie ended abruptly, though. You know what I mean? It was like it was the build up, the build up, and then yeah, I mean it was cool. You know, the, you know the lightning bolts are like b blowing yeah. through the Nazis' chests and uh, yeah. you know, heads are exploding and stuff like that. I know they had to go back and do some editing to it because. They thought it was too gory. Oh, did they? They like they had to add flames, like mm. uh, like with the melting face and the exploding head, to kind of like camouflage it a little bit because of uh, they they felt it was too over the edge at, for that time. I, I you know I think I think that's right. It was pretty uh, intense for a PG movie, you know, for 
For that time, for sure. I mean, nowadays it ain't nothing. I mean, the <laughs> stuff you see on TV, but right. know, back then they were they were, you know, they were right there at the edge of it. Of definitely, uh, definitely a little shocking, you know. Yeah, it was kind of cool too, because uh, and, and probably most people uh, wouldn't think anything of it, but uh, I've been watching a lot of like uh, biblical programs about them building, getting ready to rebuild the new temple in Jerusalem yeah. and stuff like that. And the Belloc, right, the the bad archaeologist, yeah. he had he had like, you know, like the official gear on that like the high priest would have to wear inside like the Holy of Holies, you know, to, to wow. even like be near the ark. Which it was pretty cool, but you know they didn't really they didn't really uh, say anything about it. But he definitely had the full on high priest outfit on that uh, they would have worn in uh, Jerusalem and stuff. So that, that was that, that's pretty cool they, that they they added that in there because they didn't yeah. really they really didn't allude uh, too much you know uh, about uh, um, you know Jerusalem and 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 the Jewish religion, right? Uh, concerning that but yeah it was it was pretty cool pretty cool ending like i said it just felt like it it just you know all that stuff happens then the lid comes down and it lands on top of it and then we're back at the we're back at the college you know and you know where's cool. that where's where's the where's the ark and he's like we have top men on it and he's like who and he's like top men yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have like an extended director's cut or something, you know, of something like of that. But that is a cool shot, though the the very end shot where they show that guy pushing the cart down that long yeah that aisle cool, yeah. in the warehouse. You know, another thing too, we were talking about the, the the music and the score. This movie is like a straight cold opening, right? You know, most movies start out with some music. Yeah, you don't hear. You don't hear the Raiders theme until, you know, yeah. the movie's gone on quite a bit. Yeah, I love is, that opening. It, that that really does kind of get you, you know, just get you right into it, you know. Yeah. No wasting time. But, yeah, so, I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. I'm sure everybody that's listening to this podcast has seen it. Yeah. And probably thought we could do a better review than we did. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that's talk. The only way we're going to stay on point probably in the future is if we watch something and then we take notes and we kind of like stay yeah. on, on the on the notes because, um, as you can see, uh, we both like to uh, ramble. <laughs> yeah. we, have a, we have ADHD or something. Yeah. We can't stay on topic. Um, Next film we do, I, I'm, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to take notes. I actually had notes, and then my wife moved them, and I couldn't find them, and then mm -hmm. I was pissed off about it, and then I just said to hell with it. I yeah. didn't even look for them. Oh, well, it probably makes for for better talk radio just to go off the rails sometimes, but, you know. Yeah. Unscripted. And we hope to bring on, you know, maybe, maybe some guests or something like that in the future, and we can all chit-chat and yeah. remember the good old times. Yeah, I... I'm in the works now. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to either get uh, Lucas or Spielberg on the show. Uh, that might take a while, so 
We'll see what happens with that. Uh, we throw them 10 bucks or something. They might yeah, come on. Something like that. <laughs> you know who I would like to get on? I don't know. Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, he wouldn't do it. I know. I just watched the uh, the Deadites, uh, Hail to the Deadites um, documentary. Have you seen that? I, I have seen it, yeah. That's that's a good one, man. I liked it. <laughs> have you watched the TV show? Yeah, Ash versus Evil, Dead? Yeah, I haven't Evil, watched it Ash yet. versus Evil, yeah. Is that right? Ash versus Evil? Does that sound right? Yeah. Something. Yeah. I was I started to watch it and like the very first scene he's like porking that chick in the bathroom. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. want my wife I didn't want my wife to see me watch it yeah. and get mad at me, so I turned it off and I just never got a chance to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's it I haven't finished it. I only watched like I think a few episodes of the first season or something like that, but um yeah, I, I need to go back and uh check that out again. But you know what pisses me off, dude? Because I really like that one movie he was in, Bubba uh, Hotep. That one, I got that one. But what, the other one he was in, um, oh shoot, he plays himself. Uh, my name is Bruce. I think yes, that's, yes. Where, the, where they're filming the movie, like in the farm country. Yeah, like he's he's living in a trailer and he's just some drunk. You know, yeah. and he's like, I ain't no hero, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're t- they're trying to recruit him to kill this monster they let out, you know, yeah. whatever. And um, that movie is hilarious. I have a copy of it somewhere. I just, I don't know where. I know. I have a copy, too, but, you know, I wanted it on Blu-ray. And, of course, it's out of print, and they want way too much for it. What would be? I mean, what, it just ticks what, me off. What would be? What would be so special that, about that movie on Blu-ray though? It's not like there's yeah, dynamic right. special effects I or I don't know. I just get in those things. I went on Blu-ray, but yeah. Even if even if I found on DVD, I don't know. It, it might be rare now on DVD. I don't know. I gotta watch that movie again. I cracked up when I saw that. I just watched Bubba Hotep probably about three four months ago. I hadn't seen it since it first came out. Yeah. Did you it, laugh? It, it's. <laughs> It's pretty funny. It's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> he, yeah, he cracks. That, might, that actually might be my, like my favorite Bruce Campbell movie. Yeah, that's that's one guy you can just look at him and laugh. You know, <laughs> just has I, that face. I, I had a chance to meet him at Comic Con, but um, my funds were limited, and yeah, and uh, I, I I paid to meet some other people, and uh, uh, I didn't get to. He was pretty expensive though, too. Was he? I bet. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta meet him someday. I don't know. He's always doing the cons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I went to. Gosh, it was probably about ten years ago, and my kid wanted to meet the guy from The Walking Dead, so I paid to, for him to meet him. And which one? Uh, the main guy? No, um, oh. no, no. Uh, remember the old guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. White hair and the beard and stuff. Yeah, I can't think yeah, of his he name. was cool. Yeah, he wanted to meet him. I don't know why he wanted to meet him. There was other people from The Walking Dead there, but he wanted to meet him. So I paid to meet him, and I met Lou Ferrigno. Did and, you? Oh, yeah. man. And I met Adrian Paul from Highlander. That's who I wanted to meet. Oh, yeah, Adrian Paul. I wanted to meet Shatner, but he was asking for too much coin. How much do they do they average? Uh, it, it ranges anywhere from 50 mm-hmm. to 
250 depending. Oh, really? Wow. But, you know, you get to meet them, and they'll sign something, and then you get a professional photo taken with them. Yeah. And, um, That'd be cool. and stuff like that. And I actually paid for my Adrian Paul one, and um, I missed it. I got there late because it was a snowstorm. Yeah. And they refunded my money back. No kidding. But one of the people working with him, I told him the story, and they brought me right over to him because he was working a booth and stuff, and he talked to me, and we I, we took pictures with my with my phone and stuff. So he was a cool dude. Holy cow, that's awesome! Wow. Was that a was that a good TV show? I never did watch it. What's that? The uh, Highlander. I yeah I I liked it. You know it's. Uh, mm -hmm. It's better than the movie. I'll tell you I that. I watched. I watched some, but I can't remember exactly how good it was. You know. I mean, it was it was good for you know it was it was a syndicated show on uh, I think it used to play on USA, USA or something. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, it, it was kind of a low budget, but you know, it was it was the enemy of the week where you know a new immortal would show up and they need to fight, and of course, every episode for the yeah. most part, he lops the guy's head off. Yeah. But it, <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good. It's the, yeah. You know, the first season, if you can get through the first season, then it, it gets really good. I, I used to have it all. I used to have the whole series on, on VHS, and but then I, I, I sold it off at a garage sale. But uh, I do have the official Highlander trench coat that I bought off the website. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I just wore it to a funeral not too long ago. Did you? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a good show. They're actually remaking that movie, by the way. Oh, they are. Yeah, Henry Cavill is going to be the new guy. Okay. He's the, the what's he in The Witcher too? I think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, he's going to be the new Highlander. Well, so yeah, that's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening to this uh, first of many podcasts talking about retro, everything retro, from movies to music to. Yeah. TV, TV, and everything. I mean, we'll, Books, we'll, we'll try it. to cover everything we Toys. can. Toys, everything. Yes, we got a lot to talk about because Under we roots. want to talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about the good days, and the good days so far are in the past. So we, we they're like never to talk coming about, back. Yeah, they're we, never coming back. Never coming back, and uh, that's that's sad. But we will reminisce and talk about them through this uh, show. Thanks so much, guys, for hanging with us on Retro Media Talk Podcast. We'll see you next time. Hey, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you know we like pop culture. Why don't you go over to popenvyshop.com, popenvyshop.com, and check out the huge amount of pop culture toys, vinyl figures, statues, gift sets, pins, all from your favorite movies, TV shows, comic books, video games, you name it. They have every collectible for every dedicated fan in mind. You like action, adventure, horror. It's all there. Since 1996, they have provided exclusive limited edition toys, gifts, and collectibles. So go over to our partners at popenvyshop.com popenvyshop.com and shop for cool stuff. Use code SUNFREE22 SUNFREE22 at popenvyshop.com SUNFREE22 and get 
free shipping on all orders, $39 and up. Go to popenvyshop.com. Pop E-N-V-Y shop.com.